Hi, hello. My name is Ray, and welcome back to another episode of Ray's Rambles. Today's topic that I will be so graciously diving into is the aspects of masculine and feminine energy, the combination of the two, the balance between them, and everything that goes with it. This topic was sparked in my brain because it was brought up personally about which I exert the most, so I thought it would be really interesting to dive into what that meant for me and what that could mean for other people as well. When we're talking about masculine and feminine energy, the first thing that I need to discuss is that we're not talking about gender in any way or gender norms or the idea of gender. This is very separate and it's basically just the idea of divine energy types. It's not something that gets brought up a lot, and it really is more of a spiritual concept more than anything, but it is becoming more mainstream as more people tend to understand it and learn about it. So I think it'll be really interesting to kind of bring some of these ideas to light and help other people understand what kind of energy they exert and how this is significant to them. First to say, everybody has both energies within their personality. One is just more dominant than the other. So an idea of this that can really be drawn quite easily is when somebody has said, like, a female acts like a tomboy, that's the idea of more masculine energy being pronounced in a typical female ideal. So in that case, masculine energy would be the dominant and feminine energy would kind of be on the lesser part of this person's personality. The overall main ideas of masculine energy are strong, confident, independent, those kinds of words to describe it. And for the feminine, it is creative, intuitive, loving, words of that sort. I used one main source to kind of get the main ideas for this podcast, and that was ineffableliving.com. They had a really great article about the different facets of masculine and feminine energy. I thought it was a great source, definitely check it out if you would like more information for your own exploration, but I thought it was really in-depth but also gave just some great main ideas that I could touch on and elaborate on for this episode. To start off with the gender portion a little bit and kind of draw the distinction between energies and gender, these do meet but are sometimes confused for each other. So to kind of draw the distinction between them, as I said, males in society are pushed to express masculine energy and females are pushed to express feminine energy. So this is a stereotype in society where they're taking gender norms and they're using this idea of divine energy and trying to combine the two saying that you know both need to match up and be strict in the way that they are expressed. Both types of energy are definitely essential to all people, and it is all about finding a balance between the two within yourself for what is correct or right for you. The main idea when talking about energies is that you're really just supposed to incorporate characteristics that are opposite to you now. So if you kind of know that you exert one more over the other, you're really supposed to look into the other side and what characteristics of that you could really put into your practice of living and how you go about life and stuff like that. At its core, discussing energies is not related to gender since everybody does exhibit both. It's just typically one is way more pronounced than the other, so we just tend to associate this with gender since a lot of people do express the divine energy associated with their gender, if that makes sense at all. 
very complicated concept to try to disconnect the two but all in all really this is just about divine energy types you'll hear people a lot especially in the spiritual realm discuss it a lot like this is just energy divine masculine divine feminine it has nothing to do with gender or sex or anything of the sort first up we're going to discuss masculine energy and kind of what comes from it and what it really is the core concepts of it are that the masculine is logical, confident, competitive, strong, and independent. This is a very dominant energy, career-driven and self-sufficient. The masculine cares for and protects others. And a couple of the pros of this are freedom and rational thinking, as well as being able to take action and be decisive. And the one con that kind of they list which is a direct opposite of the feminine is the struggle to connect emotionally so because the masculine energy is focused so so much on career and self and being successful it tends to neglect connecting with others and being able to forge meaningful and deep connections with other people so while they are very protective and um, very strong in the sense of their relationships they lack the foundation of feeling and emotion on the flip side for the feminine energy the core concepts of this are emotional intuitive free-spirited expressive and open so the feminine is sensitive loving and very empathetic cooperative and trusting the feminine gives a lot to others so much so that it can make them naive even that is a con that is listed Another one that's really interesting is they can be very unpredictable and spontaneous. So since they're just, you know, so full of life, free-spirited, have all these different feelings, um, they tend to lack a certain drive um, for certain things. But this could be viewed in either a good or bad way. For both the masculine and the feminine, there are different parts of them that could be viewed positively or negatively. Depending on how you swing it, depending on the other traits of the opposing energy, All of that comes into play when talking about pros and cons. It is not all black and white, so definitely don't view one or the other as superior or inferior to the other. Both have their good sides, both have their bad sides. Now, the whole idea when we're discussing energies is balance. So you don't have to work on the energy you currently exert. If you are a particularly feminine energy dominant person, you don't need to focus on that even more and you don't really need to try to grow those traits. You don't have to make them stronger because it already comes naturally. If you're naturally empathetic and have a lot of emotions, you don't really need to work on having more of that or trying to do more of that, you know? You are really supposed to focus on building up your less dominant energy. So for a particularly feminine person, that would be a more masculine energy for them. They would need to focus on more of driving themselves, focusing on their career, what motivates them, trying to be more dominant, learning how to say no, learning how to stand up for themselves and others, different things like that. That is something that would be something to work on for somebody who has more feminine energy that comes out in regular life as i stated both sides have really great qualities depending on how you swing them both sides also have negative qualities so being too much of one could create issues especially in sense of self and how one views themselves the four archetypes that this website gave 
um, kind of broke it down into four, was a male feminine, male masculine, female feminine, and female masculine. These are pretty intuitive. We can kind of understand what they mean when they are describing this. Again, male and female refers to gender and gender expression, and then feminine or masculine pertains to the energy that this exerts. So a male feminine would be a gender-expressed male that exerts more feminine energy than masculine. So you would picture a softer male, someone who has, you know, more expressive emotions, someone who is more free-spirited, more empathetic, um, a very loving and caring and, yeah, more soft-spoken male. These are very broad descriptions. Nobody will fit in these boxes completely or totally, and that is understandable. These are just the main baselines and points for how we try to understand um, the different energies and how they are expressed within different gender expressions and whatnot. The con side of having too much of one energy was described for both feminine and masculine. So for the feminine, if you have too much or you are protruding too much feminine energy there are tendencies to get lost in feelings not having enough focus on oneself or their goals and a lack of structure this comes back to the free-spirited nature being very emotional just being all over the place and being able to do you know whatever they want so these are kind of the downsides if you have too much of that and you're over exerting that side in terms of too much masculine energy They cite that these people tend to have empty lives due to immense success, but no connections, no real connections with people. They would feel cut off and a lot of burnout because their whole life is just driven by success and their career and being a great person and this dominant energy, but there's no time for them to be cared for or talk to other people that they care about. So these are kind of the extreme lows of having too much of one energy, which is why this one source described it is so important to have a balance between the two and to be able to bring out the side that you don't really put out that often. In terms of my life, I stated that this episode was really inspired by my personal experience with feminine and masculine energy and how this has been brought up in my life very recently. One was this past weekend and the other was over the summer when I was on vacation. To open, I am definitely a female with masculine energy. That is something that my friends have described me as for many years. Now, I have not always been like this. I was definitely way more soft-spoken as a teenager. I let people walk all over me. I kind of just held my own and was very introverted. But as I started to grow, especially through college, emotionally, personally, professionally, I kind of learned how to take life and make it what I wanted it to be, be more of a dominating presence, learn how to say no, learn how to get what I want without being too pushy, um, stand up for myself, all of those like key concepts of more of a masculine energy. And it puts a lot of people off, which we will get into. The most recent instance of this was this past weekend. This past weekend was New Year's Eve, and I was out with my friends at a bar crawl, having the time of my life, having fun. Around midnight, this random frat dude that I don't even know comes up to us, and I don't even know why he started talking about this, but he basically told me that I was acting too much like a dude, and that I was too masculine, and that's why guys were put off. 
mind you, this man doesn't know me. He met me a minute before he started spewing all this and, like, talking to me and my friend drunkenly. So, he was basically trying to tell me how to live my life, saying that guys aren't going to be attracted to me if I act too much like them. This obviously made me a little bit sad for a little bit. Just the place I was in mentally, I kind of started to reflect on it and I was like, do I put too much masculine energy out there? Like, do I act too much like a guy? I don't mean to. It's just who I am. It's who I've kind of learned who to become. So, I ended up texting in one of my other group chats and I asked my friends if I do act too much like a guy. I said, is this putting people off to being friends with me even? Not even so much in like a romantic way, but does this put off guys to talking to me? Does this put off girls from being my friend? And they said no, because I have plenty of friends that do enjoy my company and enjoy who I am and my big personality and everything in between. And they said that I just need somebody who will balance me out in respect to my more masculine traits. They said I shouldn't shy away from it or be insecure about it because my personality is big and dominant and that's just what it is. They told me this dude was probably just insecure because he didn't even try to make a move on my friend who he was obviously interested in and I had more confidence than him in that moment. So I quickly moved on from it and I agreed with them and I said, you know what, you're right. Like, he was just some stupid dude. There are plenty of guys that love a more predominant female energy out there and a more confident woman. Not to say that people with more feminine energy and more of a soft-spoken nature are not confident. It's just a different way in how they're exuded and portrayed. Now, do I need to work on my own feminine energy? Absolutely. I think I could definitely benefit from learning how to be taken care of, learning how to accept people, you know, caring for me, empathetically listening to me, things like that. I think sometimes I get so, so caught up in trying to be the dominating force when I don't need to just because that's how my life is spelled out. You know, as I said, people walked all over me. People treated me how I didn't deserve. I learned how to not take that and not have to deal with it but sometimes it's good for me to just be vulnerable and let go so this is something that I do have to work on but does that mean I have to compromise on my masculine energy and the way that I put that out apparently to appease others absolutely not that at its core is who I am it's the energy that I put out and the people who are supposed to be in my life will recognize this understand it and appreciate it In my life, as I just stated, some ways to try to tune into more of my feminine energy. I think the main way really is to allow people to care for me or nurture me, whether that be emotionally or physically or anything of the sort. I think that for me, I've just been so tied up in being hurt in those ways in the past and not wanting it to happen again. So I don't allow it to happen again, even when people want to so bad, when my friends want to get me something nice or if someone wants to take me out on a really nice date, I just don't want to accept it and I don't want to feel that I should accept it when I'm totally in my element to do so and I'm totally in the right to do so. And I should. You know, somebody wants to treat me to something, I should accept that. I shouldn't say, no, it's fine and try to be this like overbearing, like dominating energy. I don't need to do all that. And I do definitely surround myself with a lot of feminine energy, which does help. Many of my friends are 
super soft-spoken or veered toward that side just in general, you know, more emotionally tuned in, more free-spirited. They really do help um, get me out of my comfort zone and uh, take me out of just being so hardworking all the time and being so focused on different goals and driven for things. They help bring that out of me. So it does help bring out my feminine energy when I'm around them. Sometimes, again, I just try too hard to keep to my masculine energy side and try to portray this picture of like this incredibly strong woman when it's okay to just let loose and be a little bit softer and be taken care of and all of that. And sometimes it does feel like I have to change these parts of me. Sometimes. Not all the time, but I do get those inklings like this weekend when that happened. I said, you know, do I have to not act like this? And I felt that way. But the bottom line is the energy that you exert is just part of the bigger picture. It in no way is a representation of who you are as a whole or what you stand for. It's just what you put off initially and mainly. But when people get to know you, they get to see other sides of you, obviously. My closest friends know that I do have a lot of emotions and I am like a soft-spoken person and I do care for the people that care for me as well but that's not on the surface and that's not what people see when they immediately meet me so no the answer is you don't have to purposely change for others approval and that goes for everything in life another big idea is when you're looking in terms of romantic partnership if that's a route you want to go down if you exert one form of energy over the other typically you would find that your partner has the opposite dominating energy so that they complement each other but this doesn't always have to be the case i know plenty of people in relationships where they're both very big personalities sure they clash occasionally but if it works for you it works for you i think that a lot of sources will just say that that's a good thing as a baseline to consider to try to find somebody who balances you out and can teach you a lot about the side that you don't really put out that much i think that's what they're saying is important is to just learn how to express that side of you more often and let it shine through rather than let it stay hidden and away for the people who might know you a little bit better. The main idea here is just the balance overall of feminine and masculine energies. Perfectly, you should be 50-50, but no one's ever going to be perfect. Nobody can ever do that. But you really just don't want to be in the high ends of exerting one energy over the other because, again, that could lead to some of the negatives and the really high costs that we discussed a little bit earlier. It is important to know which one is more dominant in your own personality and how you can highlight your weaker aspects in the other one. There are actually a lot of like online tests that you can take to see which one you exert if you're not 100% sure. Also, you can just look at those different sources like the one I mentioned or other ones online that you find interesting and, you know, help you understand more about it. So you can read the different parts of the two energies and see where you kind of fall in. Maybe take notes about what you would do in certain situations or whatnot. That would help you understand. And then you could learn how to highlight the other side of you, that other energy that you're not putting out as much and how you can bring that out more. This topic is definitely worth like a way deeper dive than I did. I really just wanted to scratch the surface and get more people talking about it and learning about it. It is sometimes hard or confusing to grasp. I know when I first heard about divine feminine and divine masculine, I really did not understand what was going on. 
But the more mainstream it gets and the more I hear about these concepts in everyday media, the more clear it gets and the easier it is to understand. As I stated, yeah, it started off as more of like a spiritual concept, but it is hitting more mainstream media and it is just a general idea of how the world works and how we as humans communicate and exert our personalities and show ourselves. So this is just like a core idea of who we are Obviously, this is not the only explanation to human behavior and how we operate on a day-to-day basis. It is just one idea of how we become who we are. It is fascinating to dive into this and trying to understand the two different energies. I know that there's so much more to learn about them, so I will personally be doing more research and maybe doing like a follow-up episode later down the road talking about how I've worked on my feminine energy. maybe an update, you know, or just more discussion on it in the future. But for this two seconds, I really just wanted to make an introductory episode kind of talking about the different masculine and feminine energies, what they are, what they entail, see if any of you needed to look inward and see what energy you definitely exert more than others. Just want to say there is nothing wrong with exerting a certain energy over the other. There's nothing wrong if you are a female-dominating masculine energy like me or the opposite, male-dominating feminine energy. All of the archetypes and everything in between is fine. And it's just simply who you are and the personality that you have. And you should not define yourself by an algorithm or an archetype or a number or anything like that. This is just a fun idea of trying to understand more about us, our behavior, and our emotions. But that is all I have for this episode. Again, just a quick kind of intro into these two energies. I also really just wanted to get my personal stance out there and try to compartmentalize everything about me, so that was really helpful. But again, the source that I was really using for the main ideas was an article on ineffableliving.com. It was fascinating. It was really interesting. And I highly recommend checking them out and any other sources on this topic as well. But that is all for this episode of Ray's Rambles. Thank you so much for listening. And I cannot wait to talk to you in my next rant or ramble.